following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Welcome to the Couchcasters Podcast. Joined this week again by my friends from the AWS Podcast, Hunter, Fonzie, Parker. Welcome to the show, fellas. How's it going? It's good. How about it? Good. good. Man, we got two games to go over this week. First off, let's uh, if you got your glass, raise them up. Uh, I'm drinking out of my Yankees frosted mug tonight uh, as Aaron Judge is continuing his pursuit of number 61. He's got a a walk and a line out to third tonight, so he's over two. But uh, I'm right, got it right here. So when he, when he will chime into that when he steps up in here, is that uh, oh, it's blurred out. <laughs> it's blurred out for copyright, <laughs> image right, and likeness. Well done, Streamyard. I mean, that's Very impressive. Good. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm impressed with that. Yeah, well done, Streamyard. <laughs> Fuzz it out. <laughs> They don't play, man. They're like Disney. They don't want nothing to do with that. Uh, you better not be messing with no copyright. Yeah, so. Anyway, so. like, All right, so the last two weeks, um, pretty convincing wins over ULM and Vanderbilt, as I would expect. You know, those were two games that went exactly like we should have expected them to go. Uh, a lot of yards, a lot of points. Didn't give up a lot of points. I think our three home games – What's the combined score, like 118 to 10 or something like that in our three home games? Somewhere in there, yeah. A lot to a little. <laughs> I mean, something like that. But, I mean, that, that's exactly what I would, would expect us to do, like I said before, of with a team like that. Vanderbilt is so bad. ULM is so bad. And, you know, we just steamrolled them like, they, like we should have. That's how it should have gone, right? I mean, that's how, that's how games like that are supposed to go. The expectation – uh, if you don't mind, everybody, sorry. Uh, the expectation um, is that we should go, as you said, Jeff, go into those kind of games and dominate. Now, you saw from this weekend, um, I'm glad that they came out and whipped Vanderbilt with all the other teams out there that struggled to start off. I mean, Kent's, I mean Georgia against Kent State, yeah. winning by 11. Was that right? Something like that. And what was up with that game? Yeah, I don't know. Surprising. I didn't see any of it. I was just seeing the score updates, and I was like, what? And Brock Bowers, the tight end for Georgia, was apparently the leading rusher. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That guy, whatever he does, he's going to be the leader at. That guy's a yeah, beast. Yeah, he like a, he's good. like a 60-yarder on a little sweep. <laughs> he's good. Um, <clears throat> it looks comfortable, though. Georgia looks real comfortable. Yeah. And State. But they – you know, they didn't look threatened game. ever. No. Well, they do play. They, they were up by two possessions like the whole game, pretty much. Yeah. Just um, keeping arm's length. Real comfortable game. Like, I don't know. It's just yeah. something that never really happened to Alabama when you know we just come out and kick the shit out of all those teams. So. 
I don't know how much you can take from it, but well, like I said, like we're supposed to do that, so they, we did that. Like check, check. You know, games like that are are for working out kinks and playing a lot of players, and and you know, getting Tyler Booker in there uh, and getting him reps where he's like, all right, I'm just going to take one of these jobs. Um, has it been two weeks since the last podcast we did on this, Jeff? Uh, I, yeah, I don't think we did. Last, last one we did, I think, it was Texas. Yeah. Was that before Texas or after Texas? It was after. It was after Texas. It was after yeah. Texas, yeah. So we've got ULM and Vandy. So, yes, there's improvements that I've seen on the offensive line. And the guy you're talking about, I think it was a, a necessary move up there to get him. What, it was Booker. You said Tyler Booker. Booker. Tyler Booker. Number 52. 52. True, is he a true freshman or a redshirt freshman? I think he's a true freshman. True. True, true freshman. freshman. Yeah, true freshman. So, I mean, the, the line hasn't blown me away. So, I think any position's up for grabs. Obviously, center should be the top <clears throat> the top position that should be grabbed. But I think that's our weakest link is at center. And I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to rear at some point in one of these big games. Agreed. Yeah, this weekend we'll be back to all right. This is a real test now with Arkansas. I mean, Granted, this weekend I felt a little bit better against Arkansas with their loss, but with us on the road, I, know, I don't know I was, why we were back to stage one with some of these. I was guys. wanting kind of them to win. Yeah. <laughs> so they could be a top ten, when, and if we beat them, but you know, road games have given us a fit last couple years. Weird. Mm, yeah. I don't know what happens. Well, and they also got uh, got Drew Sanders starting middle linebacker for him. So, yeah, he's going beast too. I mean, that guy's all over the field. Leading the nation in sacks per game. Is he leading the nation in sacks per game? <laughs> and Saban was actually asked on this. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Uh, he was asked on it if a um, position change was uh, in the cards for. Drew, and he said, yeah, you know, it was talked about, and we probably had something for him, but, you know, nothing really, we can really do about it now or address the issue since he's gone. And I was like, yeah, but he just seems more fit for a middle linebacker position, and honestly, I think he, if he had stayed, he would start. Um, it'd be a more of a rotational kind of thing, but. He's just all over the place. He's killing the field. He's all over the yes. Good for him. I mean, I mean, he was a good dude, good player. He's just, you know, the guy behind him was just better. Yeah. I mean, Sucks. Tua and Jalen. Outside linebacker, yeah. Tua and Jalen. I mean, you know, nobody did anybody wrong. Tua was just better. That's like, that's it. Hey, they seem to be doing okay right now. Yeah, no, and both of them have thrived. You know, it worked out well for both of them, and. You know, same thing for Drew Sanders and Dallas Turner. I mean, Dallas uh, cracked Quinn Ewers on his shoulder. That was it. Uh, you know, and then Drew's been flying all over the place. So, I imagine he's going to make some plays uh, Saturday. Player two he's going to have a little, he's gonna have a little extra gas in the tank, I think. He will. He will. You know, just uh, for the, the comeback, tri- you know. He's not coming back, but I mean, playing against Alabama, everybody does anyway. But especially since he transferred out of there, 
Fonzie, I wanted to ask you on this, and Jeff, and Hunter, of course, uh, what do you think about KJ Jefferson? Uh, what do you think he's going to be able to do this game? Hard to say. I mean, he had a great second half against us last year. Honestly, I don't think Arkansas matches up particularly well with us. Um, we're a hard team to score points against, you know. Texas, obviously, Quinn Hooters was out, but they had a real tough time moving the ball. I think Arkansas is going to be very similar. We're going to have a hard time. Um, his mobility is a little, little scary, though. It seems to be. Our yeah, that's mark, my so. big fear is the, the the breakdown plays where you know we get mm-hmm. the pressure and he slips, you know, slips out, and then everybody's got their back to the, you know, everybody's down the field. And he just takes off, you know, in his wide open space. Those. And he's not incredibly fast, but he's a he's big, and it take a lot of people take him down. So yeah. I think the, I think they will utilize that. Oh, Aaron Judge, watch first pitch. Ooh, down the middle strike. Should have hit that 100 feet, 100, uh, 400 feet, but he didn't. Now he'll swing at two pitches in the dirt. He's feeling that pressure. Yeah. Yeah, KJ scares me just on his mobility. You know, those running quarterbacks have you know given us fits over the years, so. But I don't know that Arkansas is ready to, to win a game like this. However, it being at Arkansas, you know, that – I think that's like the major – like Is the X factor. I think it will be as tough of a uh, atmosphere as Texas, if not worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I'm glitching. Hang on. Oh, God. We lost the host. <laughs> Looks like I'll take control of this yeah. wagon. Well, I'm gonna have to change my my cam's glitching. Oh no! Oh, oh, no. I'm stuck in the matrix. Oh no! All right, so we can just go audio for a second. So uh, the Nintendo controller should now host the show. Um, there we go. Yeah, but uh, but I don't know that Arkansas, you know, has enough playmakers, you know. They're they're on the on the up. They're a threat, but I don't know that they're they can win. They're ready to win a game like this. Maybe I'm tripping just because our woes are what they are. But our road woes, I mean, are what they are. But uh, but that's the only shot I give them to make it a, a real competitive game. Like their their secondary is real rough too. Um. Our receivers think the past couple weeks have kind of came out of their shell a little bit. Uh, Corey Brooks, obviously, is kind of number yeah. one right now. He had a had there was day. a stretch where he had what like four four balls and thrown to him in a row, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he just got hot and he had a great night. Um, Jermaine Burton, like that's encouraging. I'm very encouraged by that. Me too. I like him a lot. Like, um, like he he can be a real threat. He can. He's a beast. Like if, when he uses he his body, I mean, yeah. he's he's quick. He has good hands when he doesn't jump around and yeah, try to make the incredible that. play. So I would agree with that. Keep giving him targets. <laughs> That's all you got to do, son. 
feed the beast. Yeah, just get him in the game. Give him targets. Get him involved. Throw him, throw him several in a row, like four in a row. You know, get him in the game. Um, <laughs> one thing I was a little bit kind of discouraged about was Jameer only had like six touches. I would like um, – I'd like to see him get like 15, 20 between, you know, catching and running. I think if he had 15 to 20 touches, you know, in a game, that would be a real problem for whoever we were playing. For sure. I mean, agreed. I mean, he, he'll make some splash plays whenever he gets the ball. Good things happen when he has the ball. Yep. I mean, I'm not making that up. Like positive things happen. When he has the ball, whether he just even falls forward, he rarely uses loses yards, and he was a problem for Texas in that Texas game. Uh, early in that game, <clears throat> when we were running those swing passes to him, he was a problem, and we just went away from that. <clears throat> so I, I hope we incorporate that more into the game plan in some of these tougher road games. Uh, is that you know getting him the ball in space, whether it's running or passing. Because getting that guy in space is a big deal. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, that guy's a freak. I thought it was weird that McClellan got the majority of carries. Well, I think it's yeah, I'm not sure how they have that, he, that running back rotation set up. I like him. I like, I like I, him I, too. I think, I think, uh, think Jameer's a more athletic, um, versatile running back. Um, Jace is a power back for sure. He's he's strong. Yeah. Um, he can you know, but he can house it too. You know, he's got that breakaway speed. Huge run against Texas. Are you a Dolphins fan, Hunter? Fins up, baby. He's a fins up. Oh god. Yes. All right, I can fix your nameplate for the next show. I'll I'll fix it and I'll put it in Dolphins font. Jeff, this is actually a uh, throwback. If everybody wants to see that one, that's back. I'm about to say, one, one, end, one of that end zone is open. One of those end zones is open on that. On that and this is 2009, the last – actually, no. This would be 08. This is yeah. right before they started the work on the student section on the south end zone where the upper deck with the freshmen are. So this they put is, the uh, frosh in the upper deck? All the, fro- uh, the freshmen, pledge, pledges and everything, they stay up in the upper right corner, right over oh, this side, right over here. Well done, T-Town. Love Stick those worm shit freshmen up into the upper level. Get them out of my exactly. sight. <laughs> Gotta love them. Just fuck it all up. <laughs> Fins up, baby, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did anybody see this veering off? Did anybody see the the box score of that Dolphins Bills game? Yes, that was like, insane. Like, really? how in the hell did the Dolphins win that game? <laughs> it was only because they just ran out of time. <laughs> it was like Josh Allen had like sixty five pass attempts or sixty three pass attempts. Tua had eighteen, I think. Yeah. <laughs> The time of possession was like fifty six to twelve, or just some crazy. Yeah, whatever the, I mean, it was Josh some insane me number. He still gave me twenty six points of fantasy. So. And I mean, it didn't. It was so nuts. Like the yards, the time of possession, uh, the number of plays, like everything was so lopsided in Buffalo's favor. And then the Dolphins won by two points. I don't understand it. Yeah. It's absurd. 
I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Five hundred yeah. or four hundred ninety-seven yards to two hundred twelve yards for the Dolphins. <laughs> Just absurd. What was the time of possession? Time of possession is insane. It was forty-two minutes twenty seconds for Buffalo and nineteen minutes sixteen seconds. <laughs> it's half the time. It's literally fifty percent. That is absurd. I mean, it's like it makes absolutely no sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> give it. Hey, give another one to the Dolphins. Yeah. Waddle look good mm. though. I'll give him that. Two a time, baby. Even though we got, even though we uh, hurt his back. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Oh, my he lower back made me uh, stumble and forget where I was for you know a few seconds. Yeah, that's why. Darn I this back! God damn it! Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they showed the replay. He was like, Ing! right off his back of his head, and I was like, well, that's it for him. And he gets up, and he's like, yeah, he's like stumbling. <laughs> he like falls over, and I'm like, oh, he's definitely gone. Yeah. Like, no, he hurt his back, and I was like. My ass hurt his back. <laughs> that, guy's, that guy's drunk. Look at him. Been there. Been there. That one. Uh, um, no, I, I, that was definitely a concussion for sure. Uh, been yes. there. I've, oh, uh, uh, my doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. Uh, happened sophomore year in high school, playing a football game. I tackled a guy. Don't remember the game till this day. I have no recollection of it. So, and then they said I was wobbly like that. So, man, you yeah. must have jacked, man, you must have hurt your back bad that day. <laughs> oh, you know, carrying away the team, brother. <laughs> man, the back back got jacked up that day, but yeah, but they they had him back in there in the third quarter. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, we really don't like uh, Teddy Two Gloves, so we're gonna need you to slide back in there, buddy. <laughs> Who's that, that Teddy Bridgewater? Year? Who's the backup? Yeah, that's just Dolphins' backup. Is Bridgewater? Oh gosh! <laughs> Please sign someone else. There's got to be someone else. No, nah, Teddy Two Gloves can't get rid of him. Everybody needs Teddy Two Gloves. He goes like, you remember uh, Scott? That's who the there was some buzz around the Steelers signing him this off season, and I was like, there was some. Every <laughs> I was like, quarterback. <laughs> Ridiculous! I saw like yeah the Steelers trade for Kirk Cousins. It's like why, <laughs> why? why would we do that? And literally, we've got Kirk Cousins. His name is Masson Rudolph. Yeah, like come on, come it's way on. cheaper. Every quarterback out there is like, could he be a Steeler? It's like yeah, it was rumored to be know. even Aaron Rodgers. Remember the Aaron Rodgers talk? Oh yeah, because he was upset for one day. Yeah, because he winked at Tomlin that one game. Everybody's like, ah, he's going to the Steelers. He's going to the Steelers. Ah. I, I was like, uh, the Packers gave him like $180 million for two years. He's not going anywhere. He ain't going anywhere. Yeah. He's, he's the king of Green Bay, baby. And then the, the Deshaun Watson talk was the best. And I'm like, yep, the Steelers aren't going to have a rapist as their quarterback. I'm sorry. They're not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What he denies, what they prove, well, they've gotten rid of a lot of guys for a lot less than that. The man's putting up Bill Cosby numbers. <laughs> <laughs> a general putting pops. Did you guys see Antonio Brown's Twitter today? No, I did not. No, what did it say? Uh, there's a lot, but let me read you. There's a there's a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be hard to top his last one where he said, I just, uh, I feel bad that I didn't get to watch me play live. 
<laughs> you know, I was too busy living it. I didn't get to see it. So that that's my only regret in my life that I didn't get to see myself play. I mean, he's taking a dive off the deep end, but just listen to this rap. <laughs> AB, why you make the goat retire? Question mark. What's your deal or something? Buffalo skin on my coat. She thinks I play for the Bills or something. She wants to drive the boat. I'm tripping. I'm thinking she's talking about a yacht. <laughs> that's, that's song lyrics? Yeah, is he freestyling there? Yeah, he, he was rapping. Oh, man. <laughs> On Twitter. I'm telling you, perfect really jacked him up. That perfect hit knocked something off in there. Yeah, he's... he's I don't know. What he does, but... No, the the I mean, he ain't been right since that perfect hit. If you if you think about that, he's he ain't been right since that hit. No, I mean he had he had his problems where he was kind of doing like dumb stuff, but he wasn't but crazy. Level, yeah. But he wasn't he didn't like lose his mind, like yeah. take his shirt yeah. off in the middle of the game, <laughs> walk off the field, you know, doing like this, and then ta- and then posing a. Posing with the cab driver outside of the stadium as he's getting a cab ride somewhere. <laughs> if you didn't know, if you didn't know that it was, you'd think I was making it up. But then you're like, "Oh, AB. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense." That guy. I loved it. He was like, "My only regret was I didn't get to see myself play live." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, God, such a dirtbag. But, God, that was funny. Holy smack, that was funny. There's something about him. He is hilarious. Oh, man. The dude is just, he's a screw job. But, oh, my gosh, is he funny. He's not all there. Boy. No, he's not. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. Well, Ever, Ever since Vontez Perfect knocked him in the next Christmas. Yeah, that's what we call it—the perfect, the perfect, the perfect conundrum. What time is that? The Arkansas game's at two thirty, right? That the CBS yeah, game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, CBS. I don't know, man. Our road games have been really shit the last few years, and really uh, last only- last year really not since twenty, but last year and this year. Um, I don't understand why. We seem to. I mean, you know, it's Bryce has to pull one out of his butt, seemingly on the road. More often than I'd like. Well, he reverts back to like, oh, like he doesn't want to run the ball anymore. Like, dude, just do it, you know. That was driving me nuts. Well, he'd be like shuffling, and I'm like, like run, you bastard! I'm playing safe. And he's like, he's like, sh- you know, like shuffling up to the line, you know. He's like, and he, he's like shuffling up there, and I'm like, run! I'm like screaming at the TV, and then he gets sacked. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I'm screaming. At that's his. That is his one flaw. Drives me crazy. Yes. He has so many opportunities to do it, and sometimes he will. Like when he does, it's great. There's yeah, games yeah, where we do. We capitalize. Every yes. time there's a breakdown, he's out of the pocket and he just takes off. If and it was J- hey, if it was Jalen running it every time. Yeah. Jalen's taking totally it. Different story if it was Jalen. Hey, takes it down. He's not even thinking about throwing. He says, "Oh, ten yards. I'm just gonna run this bad boy. Don't worry about it." Jalen never thought about throwing. Even when he ran out of bounds for an eight-yard loss. Yeah, he'd roll out to the right and waiting, 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 and then he'd step out of bounds, seven-yard loss. Yeah. 
And then, you know, and then when I came to five minutes later after my aneurysm, you know, I would have to figure out what was going on. I mean, it, 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 of course, a lot of it you can't see because of the angle. You know, we're at the side angle, so we don't really see what, you know, his vision. But then, like, they would show, like, the, the replay behind him. And, I mean, you just see, like, like a green, like, 25-yard, like, pocket. And I'm like, if you you could just run 15 yards and slide, first down, next. Yes, please. <laughs> but he would just wait and wait and wait and wait and wait wait, and then he get, you know, or it's like, like third and eight, and he would he would roll out and wait 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 wait, and then at the last minute he would decide and get tackled for a five yard gain to be fourth and two. And I was like, if you just would have decided five seconds earlier, you could have had you know 12 yards instead of five. Like he didn't want to get hit, which I don't blame him, but, man. He's all about passing now. <clears throat> well, and then, and then, but, you know, the last two weeks, the receivers have looked a lot better. But, you know, those first couple games, he would, he would be like, he'd be, he would have a pocket or he'd be waiting or he would start to scramble and he would be like, wait, 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 and nobody would be open. And I'm like, how can nobody be coming back to the ball? Part of that is play calling. Yeah, but I do agree. Like, but they've they've gotten I better mean, about that. They have. I mean, Jermaine Burton. I already brought him up, but just seeing him run some routes downfield, get open across the middle. I thought. I know it's Vandy, yeah. but yeah. that's kind of how we need to use him. That's how they used him at Georgia. Um, I mean, he's good downfield. He's a little more physical. He's not super fast or anything, but. Well, get him past the sticks. And I'm glad you said that because um, we need some speed. And JoJo Earl and uh, Tyler, Tyler Harrell are coming, coming back this week from what I hear. Are they definitely back this week? I don't I know not in seen what amount, but I heard that they are. Well, even if, even if, I mean, even if they're back and they have to you know, plan for him, even if they're not part of the game plan. But, you know, if Arkansas has to prepare for him, you know, that's some, one more thing they have to prepare for. Right now we are very uh, easy to plan for, if that makes sense. Yeah, we're very easy to plan for. We're going to – we're predictable right now. I feel like uh, once we get them back – I don't know if they're going to be 100% this season. Let's just be straight. I don't know if they are. But get them to like an 85 or 90%, they could definitely throw uh, a, wrink, a wrinkle in everybody's game planning, as you said, Jeff. So I agree. We just got to just gotta figure it all out. That's what we got to do. Well, they got the tools. They got the talent. We'll just have to put it together. Yeah. See, my thing is, I think we seem like we score on the first drive every game. Like, I think we script really well. Yeah. Going into games. I don't think Bill O'Brien's good in game at all. Agreed. Completely at agree. All. Because to me, at least just Completely from agree. You know, last year, even this year, we march on our first drive. And if we don't score a touchdown, we'll drag it out five minutes. We'll get 60 yards. We'll at least move the football a little bit. 
and then we just crash for a yeah. quarter and a half. It drives me nuts. He's he's terrible yeah. in game. That's always been my biggest my biggest issue with Bob is that he he if it seems like he has no feel at all for the for the game for the or for, for the flow of of how the game's going. You know, those beyond those first fifteen scripted plays, it's like as the flow of the game goes on and you're like, well, you know, we're really, we're really killing them in the flats with the speed of our running backs. We should really attack, you know, the flats or, you know, these swing routes. We should really attack these areas of space. You know, let's, let's transition from our initial game plan. Now that we've seen the defense, what the defense gives us, let's ease into something else, but it just doesn't seem like he does that. Maybe, maybe it's just my ignorance, but it, it just seems like, no matter what, he's going to throw the ball on, the, on on second down. No matter what, whether Jameer's running well, whether Jace is running well, whether we're you know we're blowing up the defensive line, you know he's it's already like he's already got it d- decided what he's what he's going to run this game. Like or not the play itself, but like I, I know I, I'm going to throw. Yeah. I got to throw, 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 throw yeah. all the time. I see what you're saying. His you know, it's like horrible. <laughs> yeah, like well, it's like you're getting the game, and it's going, man. We're really, we're really carving him up, you know, with this stretch, with this, you know, halfback stretch play with with Jason Jameer tag teaming. So let's give them each ten carries each, you know, and and you know, and go from there. Excuse me, and go from there. But you know, it's like we're, we've been running the ball real well, but then Bob comes in, and then for the next three series, we throw it. Three and out. Throw, you know, we throw it. You know, nine straight. Nine, you know, nine straight. Ten straight plays. We throw. You know, we throw it. And I'm going, man. We're averaging six yards a carry. You know, why? Why do we have t- ten or eleven straight passes? And game calling, like you said. So that's been my biggest problem with Bob. Is it just seems like he has no feel for the flow of the game, how, how the games what the defense is dictating the game to go. Now, maybe I'm just totally off, but from my couch, which is what this is, the Couch Casters podcast, from my couch, it, that's what I – that's always been my problem with him since Penn State, Tech, the Houston Texans, you know, Patriots. It's, you know, it's that Patriots mindset where they throw with Brady, you know, 50, 50 times, and he might throw 10 of them over 10 yards. And the other 40 are all, you know, dink and dunk – Mindset. Well, they're struggling so, with that right now. So I'm not a No. Brian fan in terms of play caller, but in his small defense, in his small defense, uh, really, no anybody that Saban hired this year or last year and this year was going to fall off because Sark was the best play caller I've ever seen. Um, that is fair. At, I mean, at getting the mismatches, at getting the, the, the playmakers, the ball in space. I've never seen anybody that did it as well as Sark. Um, and Kiffin so was good. Was really, good. no matter who came in this year, was going to be a letdown. So that, I will give Bob credit there that, that I was going to be disappointed with no matter who the hire was. Because you know, I wanted Sark to stay as OC for the next ten years and then take over when Saban retires. <laughs> Me too. Dream world we live in, but I mean, surely he'd want to be OC for ten years, right? Yeah. Just pull yeah. the old Clemson. Yeah. Damn, like, oh yeah, Venables like twelve years, however long he was there. Yeah, the offensive coordinator there for like two decades. I'm like, yeah, what? 
They're paying him well. Like every year we play Clemson, we've replaced our offensive coordinator like an hour before kickoff. But, you know, they've had the same guy there for two decades. I don't know. But it's good to have some continuity. So, you know, I think Bob's – this is his last go-round. I think this is Bob's last go-round in the mix. So, as, as OC. But I could be I could be wrong about all this stuff. But I just – you know, it's about a two-year position. Uh, you know, OC at, at Bama is about a two-year position. DCs tends to stay around a little longer. But if you notice, that the OCs are usually one to two years, and then they're, they're on to their own – Head, head jobs. Loxley, yep. Dayball, uh, Kiffin, Sark. You know, although Dayball went back to the NFL for a year and then, you know, and then took the head coaching job. But it's so weird last night watching that game, seeing Dayball as the head coach of the Giants. I'm like, so weird. <laughs> when <Yeah>. this, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, when Saban this- hired him, I was like, Brian Dayball? Who the hell is Brian Dable? Hey, it's okay because Daniel Jones is zero and nine prime time. So, well, he's I a was doozy. just going to say, I think he's doing a great job, but Daniel Jones is just going <laughs> to. Hey, don't worry, don't worry, Fonzie. That'll be the next guy the Steelers are rumored to pick up is Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. So, uh, no, we've got the quarterback. It just won't play him. Play the kid, Tomlin. Play the kid. Look into my eyes. Play the kid. We got to do something. I can't watch this. Mike Tomlin, if you're out there listening and somehow listen to this video, listen. Yeah. Listen to me, Mike. I know more than you. 16 years in the NFL, Super Bowl winning coach. I know more. I know you're a fan. I know Fans you listen to this podcast. No, I'm over. It's on my Jeep ever freaking nerves. Mitch Trubisky. He's like, no, we're sticking with Trubisky. What? Sorry, I'm going to go on a rant, and that's for the Steelers podcast. But I'm about to go. You're about to get me on a rant about this Trubisky. Come on, Aaron Judge. He's, oh. No. No, strikeout. Oh. No, judges up now. This is uh, top of the six. Four-one Yanks. Runner on second. One out. He just fouled it off. He's gone like seven games without a dinger. Yeah, loser. It hasn't been good. Oh man, yeah. He sucks. He's piking. He's piking. How many more weeks left of the regular season? I mean, there's not a ton. They've only got like two weeks left, I think. Yeah. Maybe less. Oh. So maybe he has twelve games. He's Maybe. swinging for the fence, but he missed. Oh, out of here! Did you guys see the overlay Saturday of the football games, and then they bring up the Aaron Judge at bat on the side? Oh God! Man, I had so many Auburn friends that were like freaking out about that. Oh, <laughs> they were in the red zone. Yeah. <laughs> And I like went split screen, and it was like Aaron Judge is that match. They're like, nobody cares. I'm like, Aaron freaking Judge. And I was like, I care. I actually care a lot. So shut up. Oh, so, so shut your pie hole and yeah, listen here. So shut up. I'm like, so shut up. What do you care? You're not going to win. And then Missouri lost, and they beat Missouri, but still. Maybe that's where Bob will coach. 
Because that big fat kicker. Now Bob's going yeah. to Nebraska. Or Georgia Tech. Yeah, it's those programs. Yeah. I mean, I could use a shot of Bob. What I really want, Hunter, is more Mike McDaniel quotes. (laughs) I like to spend about an hour and a half every Sunday trying to decode whatever that guy's talking about. (laughs) He's, He's so geeky. He looks it. like my neighbor's teenage son that I see out cutting the grass in the summer. He's such a goober. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's got like the the early puberty beard coming in. He's like three feet tall. I mean, he has to stand up on a stool behind the podium, you know, during the press conference. So I'm, like, I'm like, that's my neighbor's fourteen year old, fifteen year old son. We're <laughs> reviewing a pillow. Um, actually. <laughs> <laughs> But he's 3-0, and, oh, and, you know, Mike yeah, Tumlin, the idiot, is 1-2 because he won't play the kid. Yeah. There's a lot of issues with the Steelers. Tons. We should be 0-3, staring at 0-4, about to play the Bucks, Bills. Uh, oh, man, they got some other, some other tough game, too, after that. The Dolphins can be the Bills. Y'all can't. Dolphins, it. yes. We got to play the Dolphins, Dolphins too. Eagles. Yeah. Oh, the Eagles. Oh, God, I got to hear the Eagles chant that day. My cousin's going to that game in Philly, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. All you're going to hear all game is E-A-G-L-E-F. So is the Steelers' defense pretty good, or is it the offense that just really sucks? Um, Yes. Which part? Yes. Yes. Without T.J. Watt, the defense is very average. It goes, yes. <laughs> I'll say this. We are shutting Nick Chubb down, and then we made our defense stay on the field for 20 straight minutes. That's what lost at that game. Yeah. It was because the offense couldn't move the ball. I don't at blame all, him. dude. Yeah. Like 50 yards in the second half. Yeah, we went three and out the first three drives. I don't blame that game on the defense at all. Well, now Minka's got a concussion, so there's no he might not even play some um, – Sunday. Fantastic. It's just what we need. Against the Jets. Against the uh, Joe Flacco. Again, this Joe Flacco. I'm like, what is this, 2001? Get out of here with this Joe Flacco. He's going to win 100 yards. <laughs> yes, again, Flacco. Like, every every time I look up, the Steelers are playing Joe Flacco. I'm like, didn't I get 10 years of this goofball? Like, enough of this. Super Bowl champion. Joe Flacco. I know, and then that, that playoff, he had like the most incredible playoff run and cashed it in for a sick contract. I'm like, yes, Joe Flacco. We should all be so lucky. Ray Lewis. Terrell Suggs. Nobody is as hey, lucky as the Brock Osweiler fiasco, though. Didn't Broncos. Didn't Bob give him like $70 million? For the Texans, didn't but wasn't Bob the coach of the Texans when they gave Osweiler like seventy five million? He was the coach and the GM. I thought it sounds like something. He, he was the did. GM that traded DeAndre uh, Hopkins uh, for probably, a, a bag probably, of footballs and a pair of gym socks. Probably, that probably did it in for him right there. Yeah, I think his time is limited after that. It's okay. No, wait, He's not doing too much. Yet. Yeah, he, he winds up in Tuscaloosa, ruining my day. 
And it's, it feels so it feels so petty because we're like griping about O'Brien and Bryce won the Heisman, threw for five thousand yards, fifty tubs. You know, we were in the championship game with the worst team we had in ten years, and then but this year it's just like there's because such a. I, I, I'm sorry. That's gonna that that just hit a nerve. I just can't. That one just you know you know Hunter's gonna love this one. Really you know you know you know what grinds my gears. Grinds is my that, gears is that statement right there. And Jeff, you'll look at this too. Last year had nothing to do with Bill O'Brien having Jamison Williams and John Mechie, and hell, I'll even say it. Slade Bolden, who is on a NFL no, roster. See, see you went too far. I know. I know. But no, you have James. You had me, and then you lost me. Hey, you have J-Mo, and you have Mechie. I mean, yeah. one, I think nobody's yeah. catching J-Mo. If he, never, if he never tears his ACL, we win He's that game. Running. He's still running. Hear so, me now. He's still a running so there's your answer right there. Last year, you want you want to talk about Bill O'Brien? It had nothing to do with him. It did it. It had everything. He won to do the with Heisman Bob. in spite of Bob. I almost want to. I almost want to say this that. is the offense that, that Bill O'Brien would run last year. That, if he didn't have that's how good Bryce is. Is that he won the Heisman, and and O'Brien was his coach. That he should win two Heismans for that. He passed, they sh- like should have given that. him two last year. So do you understand how hard this was for this kid to do this with this guy calling plays? Like, it's it's baffling. You know what? Here's two trophies. We're changing it to the Bryce Young Award. Congrats, buddy. I mean, to look at the stats, he had what? Bryce ended up passing for like 49 touchdowns and like 4,500 yards, like you said. Right? It was like, I think it was 4,800 yards 4,800. somewhere in there. And like 48 touchdowns or 49 touchdowns, something like that. Through four games, he has a little over a thousand. And you try to add up the next, let's say, twelve games, which you're guaranteed twelve games. Thirteen, you have four. Um, I don't even know if he's going to even touch the num- the total numbers he had last year. No, I, th- that that's a tough order. I'm, I'd be shocked if he. That's a that's a. I don't even think he's going to sniff it. I think he passes maybe max this year. 3500 and 30 touchdowns. He's going to, have to die. He, I mean that that would be a that would be a down year. 3500 yards and 30 touchdowns and we're talking about a down year, but it's, it shows you how much the offense touchdowns. was. Yeah, yeah unless the are. running backs went off. You know, the, if the running backs go off, you can say, well, you know, his numbers were down because they just they just ran the ball. Like I'm sorry. That's like, not Bob's that's not Bob's that's not Bob's specialty is running. Well, if you know, Bama used to be known on running the football right between the tackles, and now we can't even average a running back right now that averages over 100 yards a game. Well, they won't give one enough carries to do that. I mean, they won't, they won't give a running back enough carries to, to get 100 yards. Like, they'll give him eight or nine or seven, eight, nine, maybe ten carries. Between three of them. I said and towards the end of the season, you'll see a that, change to that. They're just trying to – the longevity. That makes me nuts. I'm like, give Gibbs the ball. T- give him 20 touches a game. And, you know, 
do that for four games in a row, give him 20 touches, catching or running, and see what your production is after those four games. See how the see how the offense is flowing after those four games. Like that's. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I don't but it's like we're we're throwing balls. We're throwing deep balls to Latou. Like, well, that's not really the deep. Yeah. That's not really the deep threat guy as Cameron Latou. No, you're supposed to be running by him. Like but we can't. Latou's great in the underneath tight end stuff, but I don't need Bryce rolling out and throwing a forty yard bomb down to Latou, who who of course jumped five seconds too early because he's not. A wide receiver down there catching jump balls. Like, that's not what he does. But if he was Brock Bowers, it would be a different story. Well, that's because that's Brock Bowers. Because and Latou is dreams about being Brock Bowers. Or the other yeah. six tight ends Georgia has that are all five-star <laughs> Darnell top Washington. recruits. Is that the 6'7 guy? Is that the Darnell Washington guy? Is that the 6'7 yeah. dude? Number zero. Although that red flagged me immediately when I saw he wore number zero. I was like, mm, yeah, that guy's. That guy's going to kill somebody. And then the uh, Eric Gilbert, who's. I think he's been on every SEC West school <laughs> since the end of last season. Just about. That's what it <laughs> seems. Except ours, because we got Cameron Latou. Hey, behind him, it's bad. It's really hey, I liked Amari, Amari Niblock, uh, Niblock, like looked look really good against Vandy. Okay, I'm going to go with Jeff's favorite player here, uh, Robbie Oots. Uh, no. <laughs> Mr. No Block himself? No, that's okay. I saw, a, I saw a replay today of a play he was involved in. They said, just wait for this A-train coming down. Said six foot four. He was 248. And it says the mullet says it all. The chance he's only a sophomore. And it showed the play completely whiffed on the block. And I was like, this where's Jeff when I need him? Where's where is it? Man, he's terrible. Uh, he's certainly no highway 46, that's for sure. Like, I really do wish we had. Is it too loud? Sorry. Mm-mm. Um, I really do wish we did have one of those power backs who was just raw. They could get you. You know, they're going to give you eight yards every time they touch it. And we don't got it. We don't got it. It might be Jace. Jace about the closest thing we got to that. <laughs> I mean, if if I had to, if I had to pick one one guy on the roster that was the closest thing, I would say that was Jace. But you know, he's got that home run speed too. Oh, yeah, um, that's going to come up handy and later in the season. We never really had with Najee. He was never the home run threat. Now he he would just hurdle somebody and uh, make you miss and then run through you. Yeah, never would run away from you much though, unless you're Florida. Whoa, <laughs> he did him dirty. But then again, Matchy knows about land a solid hit. Man, y'all see Smitty yesterday? Or not yesterday, but Sunday. Man, yeah. Smitty went. Went. Man, oh, went ape snack. Yes. Hey, Trent Hunter like this, or and Fonzie. Trent playing against me yesterday, and or playing against me this weekend, and he took Devonte off. And I told him, I said, don't, don't what take him mistake. off. Give, give it, give, 
give him a chance. We're just about to see what happens. He's like, I'm going to put him on the bench. He just hasn't been performing. Lays up a 30 points, and I said, yeah, you really smart for that one, buddy. I mean, he would have had like 154 yards at halftime. Dude, went off. Sick. Too sick. To, although one of them was was could have been reviewed and ruled incomplete, but two really sick catches. One of them was for a touchdown. Uh, but he went he went off, open? and then Waddle Waddlehouse went off last week. Yes, yeah, that big comeback off. game. I mean, yeah. Rugs, of course, is his problems, and then Judy's the worst of the bunch. And I thought he was the best of the bunch coming out. Well, that's a story for another day. But Judy's struggling, man. Well, that old team's struggling right now. Because he's on my fantasy team and he stinks. He's on mine too? He's on mine too? Somehow I won both my fantasy matchups this weekend. No clue how. But the guy I was playing, one of them came from ahead to lose. So I was like, well, well done, dude. One of them I won. I'll take the win. The other one was against Trent and Trent's. Hunter understands. Trent's the worst in our league. He's never played. So, to me, he's, only being, he's the worst in the league. He's <laughs> never he's yeah. never played. He's yeah. never played fantasy. So those are the ones that win it. Well, that's what I did my first year when I played. I won it, and then the second year, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna take care of this. Came in fourth. So, um, the fantasy but, gods are not kind. No. <laughs> But no, yeah. So that like, even with all the things that happened, because Tyreek did nothing for me this week. Darren Waller did nothing for me. Yeah, this Waller week. didn't do jack for me either. He had like three catches. And yeah, they. I mean, they blanketed him. Left yeah. Mac Hollins open all game. Guess what? I had Singletary on my bench, which he had me putting up the numbers. He put up like. 25. He had at least one touchdown, I saw. Oh, fuck. Shit. Yeah. He, he's, he had like nine receptions. He's their leading receiver, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, well, somehow I won both matchups. I have no idea how. I was convinced it was over for most of the day. And then one of the later games, one of the guys in his team had a bad game or something, and, and – He's projected to get 18 or 19 and got like one or two. So, came from ahead to win or came from ahead to lose. I was going with more. You definitely need to go if you have the chance. Um, Fonzie Hunter, it's not going to really apply to you because I have their defense this week. Um, Is if the Eagles defense is out there for the taking, take it, especially with who they play this week. Um, yeah, I tried. Some already got. I swapped out mine. I think I have the Saints defense, which they somebody was telling me they're supposed to be pretty good this year, and I'm not thoroughly impressed up to this point. <laughs> yeah, I got so, the Bills defense, and this was the only weekend that they kind of dropped. Yeah. So you got I the Steelers have, defense, Fonz? No. I have I have the Bucks in two leagues. I have the Colts in one, which they're gone. <laughs> Weren't they supposed to be good um, too? And then I have the Packers in one league. Allegedly. So. Yeah, I got the Steelers, man. They had a great first week, like seven sacks, a couple of picks, and then TJ goes down. 
And we've yeah. only had like two so sacks since that game. So they hadn't done me very good the last couple of weeks. I hate defenses in fantasy. So I know. One league I'm in, mean, we actually picked individual players, defensive players. Yeah, I like that format. Done that once. Yeah. People don't like it because they have to pay attention more. Yeah, because you got to draft way. defensive players too. That's hard. Mm-hmm. Jeff, didn't you say you did one league with like certain defensive players? Yeah, one the time. money league I'm in uh, oh, with some guys at work as, as defensive those. players. Yeah. Well, that, that's what Hunter. That's where I was. I'm waiting to see how Jeff tells me how it goes next year. It might be like a couple more spots added for those significant defensive. I like players. doing defensive players. Anyway, it's just more – it's it's funner to draft more players. It's funner to try to piece together, you know, your defensive lineup. Uh, you know, it's – I like the defensive players aspect of it. I got some pretty good defensive players. I got Minka, but now he's concussed, so he I may have to park him. So when it gives you the option to add a defensive player on there, does it just say defense player? Yeah. Or is it like a – can you no, add it's just, just all defense? It's just the letter D. Gotcha. It's just the letter D, and then you can you can pick any defensive player. Obviously, like cornerbacks are tough because you know they're either interception or they might not have any stats. So, oh. you know, cornerbacks are are tough to you know tough to draft. Uh, even Trayvon Diggs, as good as he was, with you know ten interceptions, you know there were games he didn't do he didn't have any stats. So. Defensive backs are really hard to do. So linebackers are about your safest bet, and maybe Aaron Donald. Yeah. Maybe Aaron Donald is in terms of defensive players, and then like safety, like Minka because he gets interceptions, or like Honey Badger because he gets a lot of tackles. But most of the time, you know, your linebackers are are who you want to who you want to draft defensively. Was it like um, who's one of those other? Cornerbacks that everybody loves is really good. Uh, Eli Apple is he one that's good apparently. I mean, Eli like, Apple's yeah, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't be a good fantasy play. No, I'm, I'm so like everybody. Like, I hear that Tyreek wants to mess him up, but I remember. Um, God, I'm trying to remember who's considered the best cornerback in the league in the NFL right now. Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. He plays for the Jay Rams. And Ramsey. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Micah Hyde's pretty good for the Bills. Out for the year. Yeah, Should he's gone for fight. the year, but when he's healthy, he's he's right up there. Mm-hmm. Um, Trayvon's gets beat a lot, but he you know he gambles a lot, so he gets a lot of picks. Uh, I think Patrick Sertan is going to be up there in that top echelon uh, when when it's all said and done for him. What was it? when was his last year, Bama? What was that? Marlon Humphreys up there too. Was um, was Sertan in twenty? Last year was his rookie year, so the, the twenty twenty season was his last year. Yeah. You yeah. went on a high note. Because him and Smitty and Mac and Waddle were all in the draft room together, you know, for that twenty one draft. Dude, I, or dudes, I should say. I just hope that. Tua and all of them can just stay healthy, barring any crazy injuries. Like, I get it if you have, like, turf toe or something, but 
It'd be it'd be sad to see. I need um, Bryce to stay healthy. That's who I need to stay healthy. Well, you know, you, you know, you have to do that. Buy an offensive line. Jerry Jones, you heard me right now. Buy a damn offensive line for this quarterback, and he will win you at least two Super Bowls. Let the man breathe. <laughs> Cooper Rush. Guys, Cooper. better than Dak. Cooper. And I like Dak. That's the issue. I thought he was always one of those great. Yeah, no, I'll call him a great SEC You guys player. remember that video of Dak getting uh, KO'd in the, in the parking lot of that some some party somewhere or some something somewhere he was in the parking lot because he was in his like I think they're at the beach because he was in like a swim trunks and uh, they tied up in the parking lot with somebody and somebody somebody dotted him went down like a light hey, does anybody else remember that I remember that does anybody else remember that it was it was in college wasn't it yeah I think he was still in Mississippi State I'm watching that I'm gonna right have to look now. that up. Mm. Mm. But yes, he got jacked in the parking lot, like, because he was in like swim trunks and barefoot, no shirt, so you could tell he was like they were at the beach or something. So it was some concert at the beach or something like that. And oh damn, you got beat up. He's watching. <laughs> oh, Fonzie, you pulled oh, up. Found it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I told you. Jeez. Yeah, he he was like. His face was all cut up. His back was cut up. I mean, he got busted up in there. Yeah. I think he was still in Mississippi State. But I think he was, like, I mean, he was Dak Prescott. Like, everybody knew who he was. I don't think he was He was just, like, some young kid. I think he, he was known. Like, he was Dak Prescott. It was known who he was. Yeah, let me see if I can find him. Oh, and Dak Attack. So, Jack is hat. We've got a big one this weekend against AM. Think they can? Yeah, that's that's in uh, Starkville, right? In Starkville. This is a good weekend of football. LSU Auburn. Um, LSU should slaughter. I mean, Auburn's terrible. terrible. Yeah, I mean they're Kentucky terrible. Game. There's no reason that that game should be close. They're good. They're Gucci. I mean, even that voodoo, that Jordan Hare voodoo, I mean, shouldn't. I mean, LSU's a nine point favorite, right? On the road in the SEC, nine, nine points? LSU. Vegas is rarely wrong. So, I mean, I, I, you know, here's, here's something else that's messed up is that CBS passed on, like, LSU, Tennessee next weekend. Oh, yeah, they got the 11 a.m. game, don't they? Oh, yeah. The and 11 a.m. game. Is that make uh, To make everyone else feel better, uh, Jeff hasn't let you know that uh, Jeff and one of our other coworkers, Mike, are supposed to be going down to the Tennessee LSU game. And had it been a 2.30 game, it oh, would have been great. But no, it's 11. Me. It's an 11 a.m. game. Perfect for me. So he because is... Not happy. Mike's Not pissed. Happy. Mike's pissed. Mike is I'm, pissed. I'm doing backflips because I'm like, dude, we can be home by three. And the Bama game will be at seven. So I'll get to watch all the Alabama game. 
Yeah, originally I thought Bama would be at two thirty and that game would be at six thirty. So I was like, we're gonna have to bail out about five o'clock, meaning I'll miss the second half of the game. I'll be watching it on my phone from uh, Tiger Stadium at Baton Rouge. But with this eleven a.m. kickoff, we'll be home by three three thirty. I'll get to watch all the afternoon games. It's beautiful. Mike's pissed, but I'm like, oh, that couldn't worked out better for me. Because <laughs> you know, I don't give a crap about LSU or Tennessee. Uh, you know, I'm just taking the opportunity to go to a game with a friend. Well, hey, Tennessee wins that game. I mean, Tennessee, I mean, if they win next weekend, they'll be undefeated. They'll be 6 and 0 going into Baton Rouge. And then win that game, be 7 0, and then they come play us in middle October? Or, or we go play them? I mean, I'm no, not saying they're going to be 7 0 when they leave Baton Rouge, but if they, I mean, if they win, who do they play this weekend? Who does Tennessee got this weekend? They're on a bike. Oh, they're on bye week. Okay, yeah. so 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 they'll be yeah they'll be undefeated going into Baton Rouge. If LSU beats Auburn, LSU will be five and one. So that's a top ten matchup with only one loss between the two. And CBS took Auburn Georgia. Auburn sucks ass. Sorry, sorry for the Auburn fans. I know I'm very fair with it, but they're well, not very good. Everybody knows that's just the truth good. right now. It's that's the just truth. the truth right yeah. now. They're they suck right now. They have no quarterback. Yeah. They sabotage their coach. There is only yes. one offensive line. I mean, it's a line. dumpster fire up there. And every week that Harzen wins, it's like – It's worse. I keep waiting for Harzen to take a dive just so they'll fire him so we can get out of town. Like, there's only one offensive like, line that I think is worse than Alabama's, and it's Auburn's. I'm sorry. He tried. He tried. Harzen tried to get fired this weekend like six different times, and Missouri kept giving it back to him. And then they finally just won the game. He's like, well, I guess I'll try next weekend. I mean. Yep. I'll try next time. Yep. He's like, well, dang. I got blown out by Penn State. That didn't work. I, I handed Missouri the game six different times. They handed it back to me every single time. So that didn't work. So what's next? Like I can't if they beat LSU they'll keep me another week. I guess sucks. <laughs> Freaking Eli Drinkwitz. No, it's it's big fat kicker is who it is. Yeah. Or or what we already talked about at work, Jeff, was when all you need is two hands on the football. That's true. Two hands on the football. That's the, uh, you know, I mean, look, Ja'Cory Brooks finally started using two hands, and look at him. He, he's had awesome games the last two weeks. Oh. I'm like, look what happens when Brooks uses two hands. The guy's a beast. He tries all that one-handed shit, man, and ball, he throws it back to him. Like, I'm sorry. I know it looks cool. I wish I could catch with one hand, but I'm too unathletic to do it, Okay. So, here's the thing. It looks cool. Just catch the ball with two hands. Just catch it. Just please, catch please. it. Please. 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 Especially when one of them is going to be a touchdown in the national championship game. It would be great if you used two hands. Not bitter at all. He did Maybe it in Auburn, though. He did Maybe it. a little bit. Yes. He made the catch versus Auburn. Yeah, I give him that. That's the only reason he's still on the team. Well, he's doing doing all right this year. So. Yeah. Well, well, that's cool, man. We got Arkansas coming up, so uh, the next show next week ought to be pretty good. We have a good road game. Hopefully, we'll have to play a decent game. 
on the road and we're not back here next week like banging our head off the table because we had another nail-biting road game. I'd like to see us whoop some ass on a road in a road game. It's quite possible, Jeff. You know it. Like, like it's 2020. That's what I'd like to see again. Except for the COVID part. Except for the COVID part. Yeah. But, Jeff, we haven't talked about FSU and Wake Forest at the oh. same time. The dynasty yes. has started. I forgot <laughs> about the Seminoles are back, baby. Norvell has, right. has backed his way into three wins. Yeah. They're fucking Can... chopping down the hallway. God damn it. Yes. He's running down the streets with the tomahawk chop. Forget about Alabama or Arkansas. I'm here for FSU and Wake Forest. <laughs> Who did Wake Forest lose to this past weekend? I forgot. They lost to somebody. Clemson. 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 Who they, I wish they were. Yes. Overtime. overtime, like 51 yeah. to something. Yeah, it was like yeah, Clemson, yeah. Clemson really had to hang on, too. Yeah, it really that was. A, that was a fun was game really to watch. Yeah. Oh, the Knowles. When did they play Clemson? Uh, that's like a couple weeks. Yeah, it's like two weeks from now. Oh, that's oh actually, okay. That's week seven, yeah. Is that the same week we played Tennessee? I think so. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Whenever it's that is. It's at Tallahassee, too. Otherwise, like, damn, that would have been a fun game. Well, Hunter, you could be our uh, eyes on eyes on the spot, huh? I expect a full report next week of the FSU weight game from Hunter Murphy. Uh, he will be bringing you live uh, updates from the game as it's taking place in real time. <laughs> the birth of a dynasty over here, all right? <laughs> the birth of a dynasty, baby. Heard it here first. Are they 4-0 or 3-0? They're 4-0, baby. <laughs> 4-0, my bad. I shortchanged Norvell. He backed oh, into four no. wins. That a baby. Two wins away from bowl eligibility. That's right. Last year, Birmingham right? Bowl. Florida State Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, that's happening. We're going to wish that into existence. Brought to you by Tostitos. <laughs> uh, actually, it's Golden Flake. That's the official chip of the SEC. Like Golden Flake. <laughs> we'll pay you to come here. Yes. Here's to here's to the old Golden Flake Mike Shula commercials. We can land that. You guys were probably right? you guys were in like your your four year four or fives when he was around. <laughs> Not me. I was right neck deep in it. So anyway. Well, enjoyed it, fellas. It's been a fun show. Uh, I like uh, having some drinks, cutting up, kind of ranging a bunch of different topics. Always a good time with you guys, man. Always fun. So uh, looking forward to it next week when we hopefully are coming off a big road win versus the Hogs. And uh, we'll have nothing but praise for O'Brien because he called a masterful game, uh, ran the ball a lot, and gave Jameer 20 touches, and great things happened. I'm sure that's exactly what the report will be. Next week. Like watching an artist at work, you know? It's just a dream. You can hope. <laughs> it's like watching an artist at work who, who has the first part of the painting traced for him, yeah. and then the rest of the painting, he's just got to kind of freehand it. He's the Picasso. Of- <laughs> it just kind of looks like crap after that. Oh, All right, man. Well, good to see you. Good to hang out with you guys, man. We'll catch you guys next week. See you.